0: listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with Jarrett McKenzie, and none other than Justin Wagner. We've been talking a whole lot about 401K. It's probably the most common way that people save for their retirement. It's it's usually the the first piece. As it
1: uh, should
0: be. Yeah, and uh, you can do it through your work, obviously. It's going to be tied to your work, 401K, 403B, if you're uh, –
2: 457. Uh, yeah, public yeah, employees
0: sharing, have, yep. have mm-hmm. some different mm-hmm. – Numbers behind it, but it's all a similar situation. Yeah. You can it's all
3: tax-deferred company,
0: money. Company matches, mm-hmm. uh, all tax-deferred. If it's traditional, right. um, you can get the Roth, that Roth component. All right. Um, well, we've got a few questions here. I'm going to go ahead and introduce this one. might not have enough time to answer it, but uh, when we come back, we will. Uh, Myron from Fayetteville says, My broker handed me a list jokingly titled, Buy and Hold Forever Stocks. Bank of America, Diageo, Medtronics, Uh, NextEra Energy and McCormick and Company. I get B of A, Diageo, and Medtronic. I've held those for a while, but NextEra and McCormick, question mark. Uh, These are uh, pretty solid companies, um, probably not mainstream, and I don't know that they meet that buy and hold forever. But uh, if you stick around for just a minute, when we come back, I will tell you my more uh,
3: <laughs> elaborate more
0: elaborate expanded opinion on there this you go. so right uh we got a few other questions, and just so happens that one of them is uh, in this same realm. Albert from Gainesville. And you know what? I think I'm trying to skip over my next era question. Didn't I tease that? Don't let me. Uh, don't let got, me do this, Jerry. I was waiting it. to hear
3: that answer. Yeah, but so. well, I'm
0: obviously waiting so much well, that you I didn't think, even correct me. No, I just didn't see to where you were
3: going to go. It's because yeah. you gave the answer. Nothing is buy and hold forever. You know, I mean, look, the, you're right. Those are pretty solid companies, but no way in the world would I be comfortable just buying something and knowing that I'm never going to sell it, particularly in an after-tax account. But, ten,
0: ten years ago, I bet you there would be people that disagreed with you. Oh, without a, according a doubt. According to GE.
3: Oh, uh, I was going <laughs> to use <laughs> that one. That's with a perfect example. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, things exactly.
0: change, people change, uh, management, management changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there are reasons that you cannot assume that you're going to hold anything forever. But let me mm-hmm. flesh out a little bit of what's going on here. NextEra Energy, symbol N-E-E. Uh, it 's got uh, five year earnings growth uh, almost twelve percent expected to grow by about eight and a half percent going forward. Um, the company is a, uh, a utility it 's an interesting take on a utility it 's uh, they generate uh, electricity through wind solar nuclear and uh, natural fire fired gas facilities so uh, they 've got some renewable energy and then they 've got um, you know nuclear and and um, gas fired um, Generators, uh, the company really does seem pretty solid. Return on uh, equity at 11%. Uh, it's got a reasonable dividend, 2.7% yield, well covered, 1.7 times. Uh, you know, not uh, not growing like a tech stock these days, but uh, still a pretty solid option. Does meet our uh, investment criteria based on uh, financial strength and safety. Um, not a bad option. Uh, McCormick & Company. Uh, got expected growth 8.8%, so a little bit better than Next Era. Uh, although its uh, expectations actually match its history, where Next Era's is a little lower than what it's been recently. Um, 23% return on equity, a little more substantial. Now, this company, McCormick, if you've ever been down the spice aisle at the grocery store, you know who we're talking about. Oh, it's yeah. A spice makers. So, some good
3: stuff. Yeah. Uh,
0: tends to be a staple. You're going to buy uh, spices. Probably, I can't imagine that you're going to lay off the sage just because a recession hits. folks exactly. usually are going to eat what they eat yeah. uh, no matter what so uh energy and staples both probably pretty solid options for for a downturn does make them a little more uh likely to be those companies that you could potentially hold for long periods of time uh, they're They're both very profitable, both uh, meet our investment criteria. The yield is 1.64% on McCormick, so it's a, a bit of a lower uh, dividend. It's better covered because they're not paying out as much of their uh, earnings, 2.3 times uh, yield coverage, uh, dividend coverage. So um, either one of these are pretty, pretty decent options. I don't really recommend them at the moment, um, you know, just because it's there there are other options in the market that I would prefer, but uh i i tend to agree with you, Jared. I would be really pressed to call something a buy and hold for anything- mm-hmm. uh, hopefully the joke that the broker made was just that a a joke yeah um.
3: Well, that's the reason we have you guys here in, in the research department. I mean, you, we really, you don't even want to buy and hold. You want to buy and, and do your homework like a, a pretty popular guy on CNBC always says, right? I mean, you don't, you don't just buy it and then forget about it. You've got to keep an eye on it. That analysis has to continue to make sure that as things change, it is still something. Hold it as long as it sure. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: There is surely no buy and forget.
3: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, so uh, we've got a few more questions here. Uh, One of those, the one I was trying to jump the gun on, uh, Albert from Gainesville, my 401k offers in-plan Roth conversions. Is this something I should consider? I'm 50 and have been at my company for about 12 years. Pretty, uh, Pretty good tenure for a... For an employee, must be a decent company if you stuck around for 12 years. Sure. Uh, so, Justin, what do you think on this one?
2: Well, you know, the plan may or may not offer an in-plan Roth com- conversion feature. Some plans yeah. do, some plans don't. Just like they might not
0: offer the Roth option. Or varies, a match right? or, mm-hmm.
2: or anything like that. Every plan is designed a little bit differently. Sure. So I think that's the first thing to think about. But the second thing is by doing a Roth conversion, you are going to throw yourself into a different tax bracket. That's so why I think it makes sense to talk to your CPA before you make any type of decision like that if you are going to. Right. So really, if the plan yeah. has a Roth feature, my advice would be utilize that Roth feature. Mm-hmm. Start saving Roth as opposed to taking all this other money that you save pre-tax and then, oh, by the way, paying taxes on all of it.
0: Now, you did mention earlier that uh, quite often the match is on the pre-tax portion.
2: Correct. That's so, how the company gets their
0: Right. Benefit. So you would say still to, to stick around with the up-to-the-match Anything you save the very over, least. And, ab- over yeah. and above uh, yeah. would probably go to the Roth if you're trying to build a position in a Roth account, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And and the allocation should be about the same, I would say. Should. You know, be. if the if the allocation mm-hmm. in your traditional IRA fits you, then uh, you should probably go with the same uh, allocation to to kind of augment what you're already doing. It, it's
2: important to look at everything. You know, as one, you have to mm-hmm. look at your IRA, your 401k, your brokerage account. They're not all separate. They are all part of your financial picture. Exactly. That's, That's why it's important to talk to an advisor like Jarrett to make sure everything is in
3: line. Yeah. yeah. And well, and for in Albert's case, you know, at the end of the day, th- this would be a taxable event. So if there was a conversion that took place. You do need to talk with a tax accountant maybe and see what the implications for you would be. And depending on that answer, I mean, I agree. I think either either you do it because it makes sense for your situation based on the amount that you're you thinking about converting, or you say, you know what, I'm not going to convert. I'm just going to start saving a portion of what I was otherwise saving to the tax-deferred part and start putting that into the Roth portion. Um, and that And that may be especially... You know, in, in Albert's case, at 50 years old, if he converted, I think he's got plenty of time to make back what he's going to owe in tax. And then, you know, the, the result is he's going to be in a place then where, you know, if he's 58 when that happens, everything he makes beyond that age is now in a tax-exempt account, and what he pulls from it after 59 and a half, there's no, you know, he's not going to have to worry about much. So.
2: Well, and that's, that's the, the other thing about the Roth. I don't know if we hit on it earlier. Once you hit 70 and a half in a Roth. Yep. you do not have to take those required minimum distributions, yes. right. whereas yeah. in a traditional you do yep so, so you 're giving yourself flexibility on not just taxes but hey when I have to actually pull money because if you don 't have to pull it, you can leave it in there
0: that 's right and uh the the reason the government does you that way is because they 've given you in their minds right. a gift you got uh, you got to save tax they need their tax revenue from yeah you. at mm-hmm. some point right. the the game is going to be up, and they want their tax money it 's mm. just a matter of. Uh, it's why they call it And there's been talk of a, actually pushing the 70
2: and a half back. To uh, earlier? No, year. later.
0: Oh, okay. Well,
2: the, within the Trump administration. We've yeah. heard some people talk about 73 or 74, which would be
3: good. Well, yeah. At some point or another, though, they will get that money. They will. And pass well. it to beneficiaries, I mean, that's going to start still, because they'll have mandatory distributions through the inherited IRA that they'll get as the beneficiary of, of that account. So, yeah, it's, it's – uh, they're going to get their money. <laughs> no doubt. They always do. Yep. That's Uncle, Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam, yeah. All right, uh,
0: Jarrett, this looks like one for you. Bob from Decatur writes, uh, I'm starting to shop around for long-term care insurance. Is there anything I should avoid?
3: Well, I would recommend that you avoid the traditional long-term care policies unless, you know, th- there are some specific circumstances where those might still be uh, desirable. But, you know, in large part, the hybrid products that they they. Uh, are offering now, these insurance companies, which through a hybrid product, you know, if you don't use the benefit that you're buying through or or have a long-term care need, it could still potentially pay out in the form of a death benefit uh, to whoever, you know, whatever beneficiary that you have on that account. That way, you know, with traditional long-term care, it's kind of like auto insurance. If you don't use it, you lose it. And a lot of people are more hesitant to do that. And so I would consider, you know, looking at these hybrid products and what's available there, uh, over the traditional long-term care unless Um, you know your circumstance warrants it and that's something that would would warrant further conversation but uh, in terms of just long-term care insurance in general i would prefer to have a hybrid product so that i know at least if i don't need it or come down with a long-term care event it'll get used through the the death benefit to my beneficiaries
0: that's a whole lot better than that last question where somebody asked you what to avoid and you said wooden nickels don't (laughs) drink out of dry (laughs) creeks
3: that's right that's right
0: that mean dog chained up in (laughs) Paulding county Mark it up or down this week, guys. It's got to go
2: up from here. I would think so.
0: All right. You know me. I'm always saying up. thanks for listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you again next week.
1: All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only.